You're listening to I Feel For You, and this is episode 88. I'm Dion, a writer, installation artist, yoga, somatic movement, and embodiment facilitator, DJ, amongst other things. In short, I'm an immersive storyteller. I create events and experiences for the community to feel more space, more at home in their bodies, and more free, using modalities like art, sound, VR, nature, writing, and feelings. In today's episode, I'm taking you with me to a balcony in the south of France, outside, at last. This is an audio version of a Substack post I wrote back in May, and I'm sharing some ideas with you about wonder and describing how it was to leave home for the first time since March 2020 to return to this old homeland of mine, featuring James Baldwin, and the inevitable interconnected experience of being a working class artist. Shout out to working class artists. So there's also an offering slash creative prompt later on in the show for you too. And I would love, 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 if you feel like it, for you to share your response with me, because I love to hear from you. And I really hope that we're able to create a space for each other. So the comment section is already popping. So I would love for you to contribute your voice to the conversation because the world needs your voice. Okay, so the way that you can do that is to either leave me a voicemail. You know, I've got a voicemail box, right? Like the 80s uh, slash 90s. So you can find the link to that over in the show notes, as well as the possibility to comment in the community space over on my Substack, which is dion.substack.com. And I just want to take a moment here to thank each and every one of you who listens to this podcast. Also to those of you who subscribe and share this podcast with your people, it truly means the world and it's always a big swoon to hear that this resonates with you. And a special dollop of gratitude to those of you who've left me a review on Apple Podcasts and who share screenshots of the show on social media. Hello. You know, I sit here in this bedroom pausing frequently because of the really noisy traffic <laughs> and the drilling and everything. <laughs> but making this is a labour of love and I imagine that you're here like we're having a chat. And if you know anything about me, you know that everything I make is for connection. So to actually feel your response is deeply deeply appreciated. The effort that you take to get in touch with me always makes my day, whether it's a DM, whether you're taking a little screenshot, whether you're just tagging me in something that inspired a conversation. It really, really helps me to keep going and making this offering. I hope that doesn't sound dramatic, but I just hope you know, I hope you know that, you know, you're important. You're important to me. Um, you're the reason I keep making this. So if you do like this episode or any previous episode, it would mean the world if you shared it, if you maybe just took a, a screenshot and shared it on your social media, if you felt like it and if you use it. But if not, no worries. Some of you email me and that's also really cool. Um, I love it when you share this with your people because, you know, I'm like a massive introvert. I'm neurodivergent and... <laughs> Have I actually said that out loud? I think so, but not officially. But, you know, it can be really, really hard for me to talk about what I do. So to witness you just experiencing it and 
speaking about it in your own words rather than me kind of <laughs> I don't know like trying to tell you what this is it it really helps me to also understand what I'm doing so um, there's no pressure here but if you do feel like sharing something might be a picture it could be a particular quote maybe an awkward moment that stood out to you and you want to put that on social media and tag me I'd absolutely love to hear from you. Um, yeah, I want to know what you're taking away from the episodes because, you know, podcasts can be a bit like one way in some ways, even though I don't think of it as I'm making it. I don't think that it's just like I'm trying to tell you stuff. I do see it as like a collaborative process. But um, yeah, do reach out. I don't want this to be an echo chamber. Um, don't want this to be like a monologue. want this to be a multi-way universe. How about that? So <laughs> was that too much? No, I feel like hopefully, hopefully that made some sense in explaining, you know, why I'm still doing this years later. Why, Dion? No, I know why. So <laughs> thank you again, because I really, really appreciate all your shares, all of your thoughtfulness, all of your resonance. And I love when you do the creative prompts as well. Uh, that just, yeah, it's wonderful. So if you're interested, as I said, there is a discussion going on over on Substack and do come and share your words or just come along and soak up the, good, the goodness and wisdom of good people. And yeah, I hope that you enjoy. All right. So my friends, without further ado, let's get on with the show. Reemergence, a balcony in the south of France. I'm sitting on a balcony for the first time since I can't remember. I've just showered and applied sun cream. Nothing novel about that, I suppose. But to be outside, able to sit down, breathe and have access to space, wind, air and sky. This is new. This feels very new. I suppose I've not lived in many homes that have access to outside space in my adult life. I've moved over 60 times. I stopped counting at 60 because it seemed vulgar. And many of the places, wherever they were in the world, were as cheap as chips, ideally. Budgets stretching to accommodate, hopefully. As you might well know, having a bit of outside space is considered a luxury and it adds coins to your rent. And if you're watching your purse strings... What does that even mean? What does it mean? Sorry. Um, is watching your purse strings even a thing? I don't really understand it. Let me know. But yeah, if you're watching your purse strings, something has to be sacrificed. And space is premium. We all deserve to go and touch grass. Yet when is that possible? So to sit here in an apartment where I can be actually outside after an absolute indoor time in my pokey but grateful for a roof overhead apartment with no outside for a solid two years and two months today as of the 13th of May 2022 feels astonishing. I'm not really sure how to behave. I keep walking the space from the studio through sliding doors to the balcony patio in and out, approaching, moving through, then returning, experiencing outside space without having to leave the front door. And it's wild. I bought a James Baldwin book with me, 
Giovanni's room because I knew I would see St Paul de Vence from this balcony, a place where he lived and wrote and thrived. I wanted to feel closer to him, as I do when I'm in this part of the world in particular. I lived in the south of France for many years and moons ago now, other lifetimes away, and it's never not strange descending into Nice Airport and spotting all of the places I lived, explored, worked, experienced life, heartache, wonder. And you might well know there's a podcast about one of my adventures, living in Monaco and working on a super yacht. If you're into that, I'll link you in the show notes. So this pilgrimage and my ritual nod to James feels right, anchoring me to the days before, whilst strung out on the unknowing of whatever this now is or will become. Feels apt to share one of my favourite quotes from James Baldwin now, which has brought me immense comfort over the years. It goes like this. For nothing is fixed forever and forever and forever. It is not fixed. The earth is always shifting. The light is always changing. The sea does not cease to grind down rock. I'm aware as I lean back into this patio chair, the taut bounce of canvas beneath and behind me, that this is a luxury. And it's difficult to handle. Difficult because I think if you've ever been poor, wrestling with privilege is never too far away. I can't help but immediately think of people who don't have access or who are living in situations dealing with landlords who don't take hazardous conditions seriously or who face the violence of this classist society we inhabit day in, day out. If you know, you know. Therefore, it's uncomfortable to allow this pleasure of outside space, this wonder, this delight. It's also awkward because it's still relatively new. I've been to this place before, this place being a heavily subsidised apartment for an artist's union, which enabled me to live work in various places in cost-effective ways. It's taking all bones and connective tissue to allow myself to share this. Knowing how it feels to be without space is so familiar, so close. So I wouldn't want to sit here like an asshole and gloat. Sorry, can I say asshole? Like UK edition? That to say, I don't share to show off, or perhaps I do want to show and tell, because perspectives from working class writers reveling in astonishments at the awkward and strange novelty moments that are deemed normal, whatever that means, to many, or at least the mainstream voice, aren't often afforded. So I'll continue to share, because class infiltrates every part of life, and despite many decades of experiences of being shamed for who I am, in the words of the title of the 1996 garage track Banger from So More featuring Damon Truitt, the industry standard club mix, I refuse. Of course I've linked you to this tune. <laughs> Shout out to my garage crew. <laughs> 90s garage ravers. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I came here to talk about re-emergence, but ended up on a class waffle. But they're interconnected, of course. So how about this? There's lots, like 
seriously so much I'd like to share and have conversations with you about when it comes to re-emergence whilst living in a global pandemic, whilst still trying to social distance and grapple with resolving the grief of mourning aspects of life in the before times, as well as readjust and rebirth whilst living a current life, a life in the now, present whilst spinning wheels of time which make no sense. What even is time anymore? I've spoken a little on re-emergence through the lens of boundaries and nervous system regulation, which you can find in podcast form. I'll link it for you in the show notes. It's I Feel For You podcast episode number 75, and it's called Re-emergence, Negotiating Boundaries and Body Wisdom, an embodiment chew. And there's a little creative practice for you in there as well. Some of you know I haven't left Brighton, UK, bar a trip to get a vaccination since March 2020. And after a life living between countries and my work, very much being hashtag tour life, sharing events and experiences of all kinds, my world since the pandemic has been regulated to my apartment, supermarkets and local parks and occasional trips to doctor surgeries. I'm sure many of you relate. I've seen two friends on two occasions and I'm social distancing still for various reasons. So this has been my first time not only leaving this small space, but re-emerging into various territories. I know I'm not alone, but I also know there are many who have had completely different experiences of this pandemic. And I think, in fact, I know we can learn from each other. I'm curious to try to open the conversation so we might be able to create a compassionate space in this very weird time. I've had a few ideas and pieces I've been chewing the cud over related to re-emergence, how we grapple with it, how we can be with change, in the same way Octavia might encourage us. Cue a quote from the legend Octavia E. Butler from Parable of the Sower. All that you touch, you change. All that you change, changes you. The only lasting truth is change. So this podcast and Substack post is one of a series and I'm not sure how long yet but I'd love to connect with you through a little practice exploration. So here's an offering for us to explore together. Ready? Feel free to grab a pen and paper or maybe voice note your response. My question I'd love for you to ponder and share your thoughts and choose on is, what's something new you're adjusting to with awe, however small or fleeting, since 2020? So this could be an object, a place or a space, a pleasurable, comfortable or delightful feeling, an experience, a sensation. I would love to hear from you and you can get in touch via my Substack. There's a little community space where we're gathering your responses and sharing with each other. So please feel welcome and free to express this in ways that resonate, which might include text of any form, a comment or a poem or belching adjectives on the page. Sorry for that vision. You might link to an image that comes to mind for you or maybe share a song reference or an emoji or something else. So you might be familiar with a little voice note section that I share in this podcast because I love to hear from you. If you ever want to leave me a voice note, by the way, 
or I like to call them voicemails because I was born in 1980. So um, there is a link to my voice mailbox where you can talk to me, leave me a message, you know, like the good old days. I mean, we can still do that, right? But, you know, who uses voicemail anymore? But anyway, so I thought for this voicemail segment that I would share some of the comments that have been coming in on this particular post where we're gathering in community to share things that have brought us awe since 2020. So first up, we have my darling pal, Lauren, who left a voice note. I love it. I love when you use the voicemail box. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What a treat it is to hear these words. Going to play them for you now. Hi, friend. Thank you for the prompt on uh, something that we're adjusting to with awe since 2020. For me, it's so many things. (laughs) But for now, one thing I'm noticing at the moment is that I'm stopping to talk instead of rushing by. So whether it's strangers or people I know, everyone in between. I used to always be in such a rush, but now I'm so grateful to be here in a place where it's possible that I'll stop and chat and ponder or help people carry things or ask some questions, listen to their answer. I'm just not in a rush anymore. So I have all the time in the world because I never want to take these simple pleasures for granted again. Thank you for this prompt and thank you for this post. Lots of love to you. Oh, Lauren, I am so glad you are here on this planet. I'm so grateful for your voice, for your share, for your thoughtfulness. I wish I could bump into you on a street with some like animal friends whilst sipping a coffee and slow down time and just appreciate the moment. But I felt I was with you just there. So thank you for sharing with me and with us in this portal and it was such an inspiring take deeply grateful to hear your words and those of you listening who love lauren's voice lauren has a podcast and also a substack hi lauren deborah if you don't already subscribe you'll find a link to that in the show notes you'll also find lauren's comment as well in the community discussion space over on my substack dion.substack.com so you can reply directly and even subscribe to lauren's words and creative quests so thank you lauren and i'd also love to read out a couple of other comments from this section because there are so many inspiring nuggets which was just so helpful for me on this topic so amy shared I am in awe of time and truth since 2020. The passage of time has taken on an ethereal quality and I find myself often questioning what's real and true. I can totally relate to all the moving, by the way. I stopped counting when I realised I've moved more times than years I had lived. Amy, I feel you. Amy writes uh, also writes a substack, which... I'll link you to if you'll be able to find their comment and also access to their substack via the show notes. So do head over and meet us there. And I also wanted to share a comment from Marion, who is in the community comments of this post. Marion says, we count ourselves very, very fortunate to have spent the pandemic in a house with a balcony, which we only discovered during the pandemic. We call it now the Balcony Cafe. 
We eat breakfast and elevens is there and sometimes afternoon drinks and snacks. Marion, this is delightful. Weather permitting. Our balcony is admired by one friend as it gives access to clean the windows in the main rooms of the house. I'm getting used to spending time just sitting in the sun like a proper old person. Marion, I am with you. Amy, you too. And to everyone else who has already been sharing in the comments section of this post, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be in community with you. So as I said, feel welcome to head on over. You can leave me a message there or feel welcome to leave me a voicemail. I love to hear from you. You are the reason I make this podcast. So it's really a delight. Thank you for listening. So for now, I'm sending love from here and I hope you find something that brings you wonder and delight today. A bientôt.